Hello, my friends out in heart and hustle land. Again, again, we're here. I'm so happy to be here again in these crazy times that we're in, in the world, all over the world. Uh, but we're still here and I can still connect with you, which I'm so grateful for. So I'm Paulette Ristini. I am your tribal hostess, your movement motivator, and your passion instigator. And I love to rock your world with entrepreneurs who are rocking other people's worlds too. And I get to bring you some juicy, beautiful people. And today I'm really excited to bring you Kara, I'm going to say it right, Wykowski. You got it right. Ah! Thank you. <laughs> And I'm so excited. So I met Kara just um, just last fall, mm -hmm. right? and it was red lipstick. That's right. It feels like we've known each other longer than that, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. We totally like saw each other across the room at this convention. It was like bam. So uh, so I get to bring her to you today. And Kara, thank you for taking time to be here. Oh, absolutely. I'm honored to be in your room with you. Yay, yay. I wish you were in my room with me. That would be I know. Fun. <laughs> I know. We're, we're going to do that, though. Remember, I, I have an invitation to the tiki bar outside. Yes. So, Y'all, you should see it now. It's, it keeps growing. <laughs> oh, good, good. So Kara's up in the Bay Area of California. And um, besides, she's amazing and colorful and so it's just the, the most vibrant spirit and so full of life. And I just love that about you, Kara. And you. you're also really funny. So <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> I, I mean, she says, so I, okay, I have to just, I have to say this because it's killing me. So you're a recovering superwoman. Yes. <laughs> and a divine badass. I mean, th these are. You got to get out of those spanks and into your sparkle. We don't need those spanks anymore. <laughs> love that. I love that. Get out of your spanks and into your sparkle. And isn't that what we're here for, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think you can also relate that for years you hustled and grind because you didn't think you had another choice. You didn't think you could be powerful without all of that masculine energy. Yeah. And then when we really start to burn out, it's almost like everything comes to a screeching halt and we say, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way to have a vibrant life, to still feel powerful, but juicy yeah. and um, impactful without costing me myself. So yeah, that's the best thing about middle age. And it's where all parts of yourself come together. That's what it feels Absolutely. Like. Total wellness yeah. means your spirituality. Uh, hold on, I'm getting a call here. Um, spirituality, your um, financial wellness, your physical wellness, everything comes together. And, um, and we need to prioritize that. Especially as women, we are nurturers. We want to give and give and give, but we have resistance to receiving, don't we? Oh, my God. oh so many yeah. Definitely. Ladies, Definitely. This is what we're saying. <laughs> yes. And even to ask for help. Yeah. I think that I associated asking for help as if I were weak or incompetent. Thank goodness I don't think that way anymore. Um, you're so much more efficient when you can leverage the knowledge and help of others. Yes. So why not? Right. Yeah. And, and being vulnerable is actually just a beautiful sign of being human. 
Mm, you know, I don't think I even use the word vulnerable in my vocabulary until like maybe the last 10 years. Wow. Always think of being, thinking of vulnerability as weakness exactly. or uh, that doesn't apply to me. Because <laughs> if you're vulnerable, aren't you needy or uh, weak in some way? No, not at all. It's actually your biggest strength when you can expose yourself to the world, exposing your heart and, um, and talking about how you process emotions, that you can hold really good feelings at the same time you may be grieving or feeling loss. It's all possible. To be a possibilitarian. <laughs> yes, that's right. A possibilitarian. I don't know how to spell it, but I can say it. <laughs> sounds just, it spells just like it sounds. <laughs> so good. Very good. So I want you to tell us all about the girlfriend voice. Sure thing. So my girlfriend voice um, is the opposite of your inner critic. I think everyone can relate to the harsh thoughts or the voice in your head that tells you the gremlins, the judge, the saboteur. And that voice is telling you, you're not good enough. You're not pretty. You're not smart. Or like me, it's always telling me I'm too much. Can't you just be nice? Be a good girl. Um, you don't have to speak up. Uh, so that inner critic gets in the way of us living a bold life. So it keeps us small and safe. That's its job. But we thrive to be heard and seen. So we have to learn how to manage that inner critic. And that's where my girlfriend voice comes in. So I was sitting at a stoplight one day and I realized I wasn't hearing that negative chatter but I was hearing the voice of what I would call a girlfriend. And she was saying, hey, you've been doing really well. You've got this. I love your courage. And I thought, oh my gosh, everybody needs to have a girlfriend in their pocket or on their shoulder so that they too have a direct line to their inner wisdom, their truth, their motivation. And so we can't do that though, unless we silence the inner critic. And the inner critic will never go away completely. I don't believe that. But what you can do is turn down their volume or diminish their power over you by strengthening your girlfriend voice. And so I started writing um, as a, a suggestion. I came to a crashing halt, as I mentioned earlier. So many of us are super doers. And I use being busy as my drug of choice. Because if I was busy, I couldn't think about everything that was going on in me. And I wasn't forced to make any choices. Um, I knew that I needed to make choices in my life. So um, when I came to that screeching halt, I was told, you need to move your body. And I know you agree with that. You've got to move your body. The second thing is take anything in your head and write it down. It doesn't matter if it's on a piece of grocery list, in a journal, on notepaper, just get the thoughts out of your head onto paper. And that really allowed me to manage my anxiety a lot better because I didn't have to worry about forgetting something or what does this mean? I just put it down on paper and I could always go back to it later. 
And then the third thing was do something for someone else that you're not related to or responsible for. So, and what that meant to me was get a volunteer job. And when I'm giving to someone, it makes me feel good. It releases all of those good hormones in the brain. And so the combination of those three things got me healthy. And so the writing down part became notes everywhere around the house. And then it became a blog. And now it's a website. Uh, my girlfriend voices on Facebook and Instagram as well. And so I talk about the real life stuff we face. Uh, it's like real talk for real women. And a lot of it is about mental wellness. Mm. And there's so much stigma behind that. Nobody wants to talk about being depressed. But the numbers are actually staggering when you look at the statistics that one in four of us will have a mental health crisis in our lives, one in four women. And so if we start to talk about sadness, grief, depression, feeling hopeless, then we will be able to maybe avoid going into depression because we can catch it sooner. We can support each other sooner. So yes, and move through it. There's nothing wrong with those feelings at all. But anytime it's uncomfortable, you want to label it as bad. And uh, so I say, get to know those feelings. You don't have to take up residence there, but get to know those feelings and find out why are they present. And uh, yeah, so I help people coach through that process. Awesome. You know. Okay, I just have to tell you something really funny. Okay. Okay, look, there's a curler still in my hair. <laughs> See, this is real life stuff. <laughs> yeah, do I have any others? <laughs> this is called working from home. <laughs> working from home, real things happen. Um, you know, sometimes it looks easy. Like I'm sure people have said to you, how do you get on camera and just talk to people? Well, you have developed your courage by practicing. And uh, with your practice comes confidence. Mm -hmm. So uh, I say that um, once we start to feel good about ourselves and we have that inner encouragement and direct line to our girlfriend voice wisdom, even more is possible. But you don't have to go out and be president or uh, do something really big. Somebody Power. better. <laughs> yes. Yes. Somebody better. Um, but power can also be in quiet moments or single decisions. Even just saying no is a powerful statement, oh, right? So it is. And that's, that's another hard one. It's about establishing boundaries and, and knowing what you can do and what you don't want to do and what you're not capable of doing or you have no, no desire to do. Exactly. Exactly. Where boundaries has really played a role in my life is that my older son suffers from substance use disorder. And so I had to learn how not to be codependent, mm -hmm. how to let this adult child be responsible for his decisions, yet still love him mm -hmm. at the same time. So again, I had to learn <clears throat> how to prioritize my wellness, which isn't natural, especially in the mother-child role. Um, and I'm just happy to say he is thriving now. 
Um, I, I do see a direct correlation that when I got healthier, he got healthier. Isn't that amazing? Role model. Yes, yes, we all, we all benefit. But I, yes, and I do think that when the stronger you feel, the more, the more you shine your own light, the more you touch other people. Yes. Now, can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you ever felt that you needed to dim your light because it was too much for other people that you were around? No. <laughs> I love that because I certainly have, and I still struggle with it from time to time, that feeling that I'm too much. And I'm, I'm so happy. Light, the more you shine that light, the more you, it, the trickle down effect, whatever. The exactly. More you light the rest of the world. You know, people used to say to me, oh my God, you have so much energy or, oh my God, your energy is so huge. And I'm like, yeah, baby, that's me. <laughs> that's me. You know, that's me. And, yes. and, um, and I've always been a performer. I've always been on stage. I've always been a speaker or a teacher or whatever. So so I am really used to that mm -hmm. display, but it also, it really is me. So, um, and I, I, I don't want to shut myself off. Right. And I also think about when we have this bright light, it illuminates the shadow parts. Mm. And so then we can identify True. where we may have a tender spot to work through. Um, and when you shine your light, you attract others of the same frequency too. So you find other people that are just like you. Find your tribe, baby. Find That's your right. Tribe. Which is, which is uh, something that I'm always helping my clients and students with is building tribe and building community. And, you know, who do you surround yourself with? Proximity is power. Oh, absolutely. The power of your community, the people you spend the most time with. And with COVID the way it is, mm -hmm. people have been really impacted. So we're fortunate we have these abilities to go through Zoom calls oh or FaceTime yeah. calls. Yeah. What yeah. would we do without that? Yeah. That would have been, that would be, I'm not even going to think about it. Yes, <laughs> no, exactly. Not good. Not a good thing. I want to go back to what you were saying a little bit earlier <clears throat> about depression and some of those feelings. And, you know, it makes me think, and, I, and I've, I've, I've had people do this as, as um, exercises, but you know how when you go to the store and it's just, you, you're just kind of in this uh, robotic state sometimes and someone goes, you know, oh, how are you? And you, oh, fine, thanks, and you. Like, exactly. What if you didn't do that? <clears throat> Absolutely. What if you answered honestly? What if you and, acted like a human to another <laughs> human? <laughs> In fact, you know, we have to wear these masks now everywhere we go. And so the other day I was trying to smile more with my eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> and I, you know, I probably looked quite strange. Like I had maybe a thyroid problem. But, um, you know, it's really hard for me not to see someone's full expression. And I, I so want to connect. Um, so right. I, for a while I had, um, I put glitter lips on my, my mask <laughs> in red. And so I think I'm gonna have to go back to that because I want, first of all, when you wear fabulous lipstick, why cover it up? And secondly, I need a little bit more pizzazz on my mask. So I think I'm gonna go back to the bedazzled Good face idea. covers. Good idea. 
I love it. Yeah. I some, of my, some of my dancers are putting like fringe on their masks and, you know, <laughs> decorating the masks. It's like, well, you know, why the fuck not? If we're why gonna, not? If we're going to have to do this, let's do it with some pizzazz. Exactly. So I also discovered another little thing. And um, so it's to get out of that robotic mode. <clears throat> and it's, I regularly, let me just get my worry stone here. <clears throat> so I have this with a labyrinth on it where I can feel like the stone is cold and I close my eyes and I just take maybe three deep breaths, really feeling my stone. And I will do this before I have a call or sometimes after a call to cleanse my energy. But how many times would we do this throughout the day? Two minutes of a centering exercise that just recalibrates us back to baseline, where we're receptive and positive. It is such a simple thing available to everybody. And um, then we, re we start to retrain the brain to take a positive pathway versus the negative one. I mean, 80% of our daily thoughts are negative in some way. So if we can rewire by just pausing for two minutes and having a meditative activity, wow, it can really make a difference in your life. You set yourself up for success. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Like everyone, you know, and I say this all the time too, it's like only you have the choice. You know, you can and, and, and choice and not choosing is still making a choice. Right. And it is powerful. You, you make a choice and you stay committed to it. Right. And it's okay to change your mind, but taking action. And, and people say, well, oh, you just make everything look so easy. Well, it's little steps every day. And it can be easy. That's the thing. When you're not swimming upstream, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta go it can down. be easy. Yeah. And you know, a lot of brilliant women will complicate things because it makes them feel more important. Mm. Or their brain just says it has to be hard. Yeah. And we don't often take credit for the things that come naturally or easy to us. We diminish that worth. No, those are your gifts. Absolutely. So if I were to ask you, well, I'm going to ask you, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what would you call your superpowers right now? Definitely resiliency is my superpower. Okay. I'm able to ride many emotions and appreciate all of those emotions, but still come back to positivity. My other superpower is I really feel that I'm a healer, the wounded healer, where my journey and what I've learned can now be translated into a solution for someone else, just for them to consider some of the things that I've learned. Um, I empathize with struggle. And I want other women to feel their brilliance. So I feel like I'm that healer. Cool. Definitely. Nice. How about you? What's your superpower? Whew. I know you have many. I, well, hmm. I, 
I love my smile. Yes. So I think I can light up a room. Yes, definitely. Uh, which I love to do. I am also a healer for sure. Absolutely. Um, empathic, um, divine goddess. Mm. Uh, feminine force of celebration. I love that. I love that. Well, certainly, as you described how we met, we saw each other across the room and we just knew we were meant for each other. <laughs> so, lipstick aside, we still have that same frequency. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I had another friend that I met that way over cowboy boots. Oh, across the room, we were like, bam. <laughs> Definitely. And also you love color too. So just like the color that you're wearing today, you love it. Yeah. Well, you know, what's fun is that, I mean, uh, in my dance world, of course, I would wear tons of color. The costumes are super colorful. And then when I wasn't in costume, I would wear black. Uh-huh. For years. Just black. Black, black, everything's black. And uh, since I moved to Palm Springs, uh, which has just been since the fall, uh, I'm like, I am bracing colors. I want, I want patterns. I want psychedelia. I want, you know, chartreuse. And <laughs> yes, and paisley and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really enjoying that. Is it like a new aspect of my personality coming out? So it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, I know that on days where I'm feeling low energy, <clears throat> I will consciously choose to wear something even brighter and bolder because it does make such an impact on your psyche. Um, color is an emotional uh, fuel for me, definitely. Great. And so, so like what you're wearing now, is that normal for you? Yes. I love it. I love those colors. Yeah, so this is a wrap dress. And uh, there is a lady here in Oakland named Leslie Evers. And she designs her fabrics and then has them made in Oakland. Everything is washable and comfortable. So this is one of her wrap dresses. And, you know, being busty, I love a wrap dress. And also with COVID weight, I love a wrap dress. You won't even touch that one. <laughs> exactly. And so even though I'm working from home, there are days where I will be in really cute pajamas all day, which are still colorful, or I may actually get fully dressed and it will always be in something um, bright. Although I do love a lot of gray. I will wear gray a lot too. I actually do so, that. Oh, I but never pastels. You'll never catch me in a pastel. I'm thinking pastels. Wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, sweet. So what is... What is next for my girlfriend voice? Or what is next? Mm, great question. Um, I am coming to the close of a six month small group coaching program called the Becoming Project. And uh, I will begin that program again, likely in September, but it will be a three month program. So we're going to move a little bit faster. And when you say, well, what is becoming? That has to be defined by each individual. And so we spend time doing inner discovery, getting in touch with who we really are. And then we, walk, then we move into the importance of language and not only how we're speaking to ourselves, but how we speak to the world. And then finally, moving into more uh, creative style, 
signature style, how to make the outside of you match the inside of you. That. So that's the Becoming Project. Um, I also will have a workshop coming up in a few weeks. I haven't set the date, but it's called Name It to Tame It. And unless you know your inner critic and can name it, you will not be able to tame it. So that is a two-hour workshop that I will advertise on my girlfriend voice. Okay. And for those that are a little uncomfortable talking about vulnerable topics publicly, there is a free private group called the Girlfriend Gathering. And so much of the same content is in the Girlfriend Gathering, but you have that you know, sense of security because it's only women and you have to ask to join the group. So you will see that maybe your mother-in-law is not in there or your child. And so you can speak freely. <laughs> Creating a safe container. A safe container for women. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I wish I had had knowledge of these containers earlier in my life. So I spent a long time struggling thinking I was the only one who was unhappy or that there was something wrong with me. I lacked having women mentors in my life. And um, in the Girlfriend Voice community, we have women who are as early as maybe 17 or 18 years into their 80s. So we have such a, a vast array of perspective and knowledge. It's a treasure chest. So that, that's something I'm very proud of. That's awesome. And I love the fact that the, the generations can commingle yes. and talk about the same thing. Yes, definitely. Um, definitely. Perhaps, but. Absolutely. Because I know that um, when I first moved to California, I was volunteering, visiting a woman. Um, she's, she dyed her hair orange like Lucille Ball. Uh -huh. And she always had her jewels on and um, yet she was in her 80s. And I asked her, like, what do I really need to know as a 20 something? And she said, you can't sweat the small stuff. You've got to pick your battles. And this woman had survived cancer twice, the death of her husband, the death of a child. Um, Yet she still got up every day and put on her jewels and said, here I am world. And I want to be that person for somebody else. Yeah. 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 I love that. Here I am world. Here I am yeah. world. She would take her walker and walk to Planned Parenthood, sitting in the front and, and making sure that people could go in for their checkups and services without being hassled by anyone. In her 80s, she did that. Yeah. That Definitely. That yeah. Being, that is so being in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's easier now to not be so in the world because yeah. we can stay home. Mm -hmm. And we can stay behind a screen even. Even right. though there's craziness out there. Right. right. But be, right. you know, and, and that's the thing I say all the time too is show up. Be present. Show up. Be right. present in your life. Mm hmm. And 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 don't complain unless you're willing to take action. I think that's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> like the Walk people that talk, constantly man. complain. Walk your talk. Come on. Yeah. Come on. So, yeah, there's so much that you can do from home and still be very impactful in the world. Um, like I decided not to be on the front lines of any protests 
you know, I didn't want to be in the big crowds. I don't think I'm really cut out for being frontline, but I could do a car caravan protest. I could make calls. I could write letters so I can use my impact other ways. So definitely. And I sign lots of petitions. <laughs> yes. And vote with your dollars too. Yeah. Where you spend your money counts. Yeah. yeah. So definitely so awesome okay. well i'm so happy to be here and it's the start of a holiday weekend that's Love right it. well this this won't air for a couple of weeks but all right um but that's so cool and um any last words to share Ah, oh. you've already given us enough juicy, beautiful love. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I think my favorite quote would be a good way to close. And that is, and I hope I get it right. Um, you cannot make me feel inferior without my consent by Eleanor Roosevelt. Okay. And so remember, you are born a divine being. You are ideal just the way you are. Embrace that. That's what I want to leave you with. That's beautiful. Did you hear that, my friends? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it beautiful? Wherever, which side she's on, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> okay. So, Kara, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Really time. I love your voice, my girlfriend voice. And as always, I put all her links down when this comes out so you guys can check out her her site, her web pages, and, um, and who did your cartoony pictures? Oh, you know what? Those are clip art that came from my web designer, um, RKA Inc. And then the other type of drawings that are on my website, you know, is my doodle art. So that's something that I do as a meditation. Oh. But the little cartoon heads came from my web designer. I'm not sure where she got them. Nice. Anyway, yes. I, love, I love your website. Her website is great, you guys. You got to go check it out. Sign up Thank for you. her blog. Sign up. You know, join her group. Get in her mastermind. <laughs> Let's change the world. Let's sparkle, baby. Sparkle. Yeah, no spanks. All sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. Thank you again for joining us for Heart and Hustle. I am Paulette Reese-Denis, your hostess with the mostess. And um, I'm glad that you're here. I really appreciate your support. I appreciate you listening and viewing uh, Heart and Hustle. If you have any questions or comments, please you know, PM either one of us or leave them in the comment box. Always love to hear your takeaways uh, from these conversations and what you are needing. So I am your transformational lifestyle coach and we are here to uplift the Blessings, everybody. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye. <laughs>